welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I am here to help you transform your minds, your body and your life. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to have you joining me today because we've got a juicy episode and as you will be able to see by the title we are going to be talking about food labels and we are going to be talking about breaking free from the slimming club mentalities so if you are somebody who maybe finds yourself labeling foods feeling a you know a bit guilty or a type of way around certain foods and you're stuck in the mindsets that slimming clubs have taught you which is impacting your food relationship your consistency and your overall enjoyment then this is going to be the episode for you and I simply cannot wait to delve into it but before we do let's go through this week's crystal so this week I have brought along amethyst with me which is in my top five crystals because let's be honest amethyst is absolutely beautiful um i've actually quite funny story brought this along with me because amethyst is all about like well it's not about one of the big things it's about is protection and i mean let's be real we're trying to protect ourselves from the shitty food labels so we need that protective energy today and that's exactly why i've brought amethyst along with me so we've got that energy and let's get straight on into the episode. So the first thing I want to say is I am not on this episode going to be here ranting and raving and calling slimming clubs all the names under the sun. I am just here to help break free from food labels. For example, if you're seeing foods as sins or if you're seeing foods as points or if you're seeing foods as like cheap foods or bad foods, whatever it might be, that's what I'm going to be talking through today. The main reason why this is so important to go through is, and it's something that I help so many of my clients with as well, is when we've done like slimming clubs or like more fad diets or something like that before, and we've had these food labels created, they begin to then impact a variety of areas of our journey. So it can impact our consistency. So for example, if you're seeing a food as a sin, which is going to have a very negative connotation around it, um, because the name is like really freaking negative as it is. So what's going to happen here is you're likely to feel potentially feelings of like a guilt or shame around this food because of that seeing it as bad. And then when we feel guilt or shame, a few things can happen. We can either fall into the ruined it mindset and we can maybe like overeat and we can then obviously go maybe over our deficit, impact our consistency. Or we can then try and rigidly restrict because we feel bad, which then is going to potentially and more than likely trigger overeating in the future and lead to um, an unhealthy relationship with food. So this is obviously going to impact consistency. We've seen progress. But it is also going to really impact your food relationship. The more that we use these labels around food and we're feeling guilt around food and we're fixating a lot on food and we're stressing around food, the worse our food relationship gets and we start to step into more disordered uh, disordered eating behaviours. I can't get my words out there. Once again, when I say disordered eating behaviours, I don't mean an eating disorder. I just mean unhealthy behaviours with food. And then the last one is as well, like lastly, it's going to really impact your 
your happiness like I've been from my own journey in a place where I used to see foods as like quote-unquote good quote-unquote bad um seeing them in a very negative light and what happens here is we stress around food it begins to take over our life and we don't just enjoy life as much you know and it becomes much less enjoyable like the other day or the other week it have been I went pumpkin picking and whilst we were there I was like, well, do you know what? They've got a food store. So of course I'm going to go to it because where else would I go? Um, and then we got like uh, this homemade sausage roll, which was beautiful. And like this little, these little chocolate things. They were really freaking nice. Um, and like me in the past, like I'd have seen that as really quote unquote bad. And if I had have eaten it, I'd have just overeaten like mad because I'd have thought I'd ruined it. Or I wouldn't have even let myself go near it because I was like, I'm not allowed to eat that. And what this means is we stop enjoying small things. Like we're not always going to get food everywhere we go. I get that. But in some moments, it prevents us from actually just being a part of life and just enjoying ourselves and being able to eat food mindfully and just feel in complete control and having elements of freedom. Like it stops you doing that. And that's what we ultimately want to move towards. So you can begin to live your life more. Like I got a message off one of my clients the other day and oh, I'm so happy. She went um, to London with her sister and we'd obviously been working so much on a food relationship, delving into that a lot and a lot. And she dropped me a message basically just saying that she had the best time. She was feeling free and she didn't want to stress about food it was just having a good time making memories and enjoying a time in London and that for me was just so really just highlighting how important it is because it means that you do have more happiness you get to enjoy life you get to be more free um that's what it's also about you know whilst you're working on whatever journey you are working on when it comes to like health and fitness you want to still be enjoying life because life is too precious to be spending the rest of it avoiding sort of certain foods stressing about certain foods thinking just about numbers and just feeling fixated on it like life is way too short to be doing that all of the time and this is exactly why we want to start working through these labels to give us more happiness more consistency more freedom so this is why it's really important and like when we look at certain food labels like for example sins it's just the I don't don't get why we call them that it's just the negative language around certain foods which then brings up certain emotions for us and this is why we want to work through them so if you are somebody who's resonating with that um make sure to keep listening so we're going to go through like three-step process which is going to be really really useful to help you break free from food labels um and it's really really easy to start implementing the first one is acknowledgement. So you really want to start acknowledging when you are using these labels. For example, when you are seeing food as a sin, for example, you want to start being more aware of what foods you're labeling as sins, as bad, whatever it might be. And in what situations are you labeling them? Um, and just getting more aware of when you're doing it and how it's making you feel. Because when you can acknowledge it, you bring more awareness in these moments. Because unfortunately you know for example with swimming clubs if you've done them for a while and then you're not doing them those labels have got so ingrained in your mindset they're just so ingrained in your vocabulary that it almost feels natural to use them or at least even if it's not conscious like subconsciously that's what your mind's going to view those foods as because it's been so ingrained into you so for example for me for so long, I saw certain foods as quote unquote bad, that when I was trying to work away from it, 
I was like, it surprised me how often I use these labels because it must have just become natural because I was so subject to seeing them, if that makes sense. So it can be a little bit hard to acknowledge them because it's like we just find ourselves saying it. Or, you know, I remember once for me, like when I was out with, I can't remember, I was out somewhere with somebody and you just catch yourself being like, oh, you know, it's naughty if you have that or you're, oh, you're treating yourself. And we don't realise, but it's these terms and the more often we use them, which is actually playing a big impact on our food relationship. So it is bringing more awareness to when we are saying things that aren't aligned to our food relationship. And when we are using those labels, because if we can bring awareness to it and acknowledgement to it, then we can start working through them. So it's just starting to get a bit more curious, you know, like listen to the language you're using looking at how you're talking about food, how you're viewing it, what words are you using around it, bringing more awareness there. The next step is starting to reframe them. So the thing with like food labels, for example, seeing foods as a sim, is we can once again get so used to them and it becomes kind of second nature to say it. So we want to start reframing that and flipping them round because the more that we reframe and the more we repeat that process the more we're going to see shifts. So that's why we need awareness because you can't reframe something if you're not aware that you're doing it. It's kind of like you can't change something if you're not aware of what you're doing. Does that make sense? So like you can't, I'm trying to think of an example now, like you can't maybe change your activity if you're not aware of what your activity is like right now. You know, you can't change how things are at work if you're not aware of like what's going off or you can't change your mindset if you're not aware of maybe what's playing an impact on it so this is why awareness is like the god it's like the key to to personal development isn't it if we're if you're self-aware your self-growth becomes a lot easier because you're aware of what you're doing and this is what I always say to people self-aware people always think that taking action is the first step to growth but actually it's self-awareness because when you're aware you can then know what action to take and you can be more consistent with it so self-awareness is key so then once again we then reframe so pretty much all that is is just flipping it around like trying to see that food in a different way so let's say you're seeing, I don't know, a slice of cake is like a sin, it's got this many sins in it or it's bad, whatever it, you might be seeing in your mind um, and whatever language you're using, what you want to go here is start turning that around. So be like, oh, I'm seeing this as this, but actually if that isn't the truth, I know I get to have all foods in moderation. This is just food. I can enjoy it. I trust myself to listen to my body when I'm eating it. It can be something along those lines or it can just be simply going, nope, that food is no longer bad. I'm not going to see it like that no more. And it's just starting to stop yourself as you become aware and flip it round. So you're starting to see foods in a different way. So it can be like I say, nope, not seeing that as bad no more, food is food, or it might be going, yeah, maybe it's got a little bit less nutrients, but I'm still allowed to enjoy it in moderation, or it might be like saying a positive food affirmation like, nope, I don't I don't believe that no more, I get to enjoy foods in moderation, I trust myself around all foods. You see what we're doing, we're starting to reframe it and see it more of a mindful and positive light. So that's basically all it is. Um, this is probably one of the most important steps because you need to flip your perspective around on something in order to start changing it. Then the last bit, which is also like really, really important, is your consistency. 
repetition is so important if you do this once you are not going to see changes within your mindset it's the same with anything if you I don't know journal once you're not going to notice like huge big changes but if you journal every day you're probably going to notice more shifts it's just like this if you refrain once and then you stop doing it you're not going to be sparking any change within your food mindset because you've not stuck to it so we have to be consistent and it is regularly you know being aware, reframing, being aware, reframing, it's repeating, it's consistently doing, consistently checking in, this is why I always say like, I guess it's so skewed, isn't it, like people think that sometimes a food relationship works like, really easy, but it does take time, and it takes effort, like it's so, it's so worth it, like I can't emphasize enough that it's so worth it, but it can take time, and it can take effort, but it's having that same effort with your food relationship that you do with like, I don't know, hitting your your daily walk. You know, a lot of people are really committed to the steps, but it's having that same level of commitment to the practices that support your food relationship. Because when your food relationship is in a better place, your consistency and everything becomes so much easier. And your mindset, your happiness and your joy. So it's knowing that it will take effort and it will mean you have to do it quite a lot and you know even when you you're in a better place like sometimes you still have to keep doing it but the more you do it the more growth that you see so really kind of honing in that power of consistency is going to be really important here Um, and it's like with anything like the more you squat the better you get at doing squats or the more you drive a car the better you get at driving a car all those things like the more you do something like the growth you see so the more you do this and follow this and you do the awareness and the reframing the better shifts you're going to see within your mindset so that's why the reframing work is really important and the consistency as well and just remind yourself of like this is a long-term thing this isn't just something I do for three days and I just decide to stop it it is a consistent thing that you need to do regularly in order to see the progress Um, and I think here it's just reminding yourself of why working on your food relationship is important and why working through these labels around food is important because you know that it's going to be worth it because it's going to support so many shifts so that's like the main process of working through food labels so definitely go away and give that a go uh, please keep me updated as well on probably best on instagram um how you're getting on with this and then if you do have any questions or any more support you need off the back of it obviously drop me a message and i'd be more than happy to discuss that as well and just like i said the last thing to say is like food labels like i've said earlier like they have become really like normal and it's just knowing that it's not like we don't want to be seeing foods in these certain lights where they've got rules and they've got morals like it isn't the way things should be and it isn't the way things have to be like I know from my journey for so long I just thought that's how it was and I was like oh that's just how it is but it's actually like no it's not even if people around you are labeling foods and saying certain things that doesn't have to set the the narrative for you like you still get to work on yours because I know I hear it so often like and I've experienced it myself where we're hearing all of these comments around food around us you know people saying oh you know it's Friday let's treat ourselves or you know oh I've had something naughty I've ruined x y and z and we hear all these comments they've become so normal to say 
and it can impact it so if you are in environments where you hear these comments around food or and you hear these labels it's just reminding yourself why you're working through them and you get to separate yourself from that just because somebody else is saying it doesn't mean it's the truth you get to establish your own truth if you don't want to no longer see foods as like quote-unquote bad or quote-unquote naughty whatever it might be you don't have to and if somebody else still is doing that it doesn't mean that you have to still believe or do that as well and um, obviously you know you can have conversations with people and you can go into things with a really compassionate manner to talk through things with people absolutely like that can be really really valuable as well just like establishing boundaries like I know before like I've had conversations with people and it's been in a really loving manner and it's just really opened their eyes up to why maybe labeling foods isn't the best thing and it's supported them on their journey so sometimes talking about it can help but just knowing as well like you get to change your beliefs even if other people around you aren't it doesn't mean that you shouldn't or that you have to have those same beliefs or comments around food you get to shift your perspective as well and take that power back so I do hope that this episode helped with overcoming that kind of food label sim mentality um, and breaking away from that if you do need any more support with your food relationship not only have I got more episodes on the podcast all about food relationship because you all know that's what I like to talk about. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. Um, but if you did want some more support on your food relationship, there is a link in the show notes. And if you click on there, there is a free guide that you can download, which is all about like breaking this yo-yo cycle and ultimately helping you break away from like slimming club mentalities, fad diets, rigid restriction, and creating more of a sustainable long-term approach. So if you did want to just grab that, like I say, it's completely free just click to the link in the show notes and um, just pop your email in and that will be sent straight through to, to you and you can just read through it there's like loads of different steps in there there's a seven day plan that you can follow to support you breaking free from the cycle um, and there's a shit ton of information in there I've not held back in this one so go download that and it's just a little bit of a resource to support you on this a little bit further to give you some more help on your growth but any questions drop me a dm over on instagram and enjoy the rest of your week we're nearly at halloween people. I am freaking excited. I am not going to lie. And I'll speak to you all in the next episode.